Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. This is Man Baggage. The man baggage is slapped on the desk and we are competing for the most full man baggage of competition with Adam, Rowe and Charlotte Crosby. What about at school then? Let's let's go. If we got, can't go forward in age because we're all disappointingly attached or, or we've gone or we're too much. We do unusual jobs where the normal roles of competition don't apply, should I say. But at school, there is a sexual competition and competition to do with other stuff as well. I mean, certainly with boys. If you're unlucky enough to go to a comprehensive like I was, I'm now so bright at primary school. The competition was who could do the best painting, who's top of the class, who's the best at maths. Boom, 12 years old, you better not be good at maths anymore. The competition is who's tried weed first, who's got laid first, who's had a fight with a future Navy boxer first. <laughs> They're the things that could get you promoted at the popularity chain. What was it like for you, Adam? What did you? What was the competition like at school? I'm assuming it wasn't who's best at algebra, unless you were lucky enough to get to a grammar school or something. No, so I, I just went to a, I went to an all boys school in Liverpool, but there was a, an all girls school literally ten yards. There was a ten yard path between our school and the the girls school, right. and we all were let out at the same time. What? That's exactly the same as why I went to an all girls school, and the all boys school was literally down the road. Did they let you all out at the exact same time? Because that's what they did to us. Both schools finished at like 3.15. So all day, there's just nothing but te- testosterone. You haven't seen a girl your age all day. And then it was like, there's a thousand of them at once. It was awful <laughs> tactic. It was just insane. The fact that like it, nothing worse than what happened happened ha- didn't happen. It was just an awful... I, I don't know why they didn't make it three and half three. So at least you had to wait round if you want to... It was just literally like... Like war, like British bulldog between two schools, just meeting right in the middle. Insane. But our school was weird. So we had like, our school was a, a specialist sports college. So the boxer David Price went to our school. Uh, the new UFC signing That's not the Paddy. one you fought, is it? Just for clarity. It's not, no. Uh, <laughs> that was not the, your first bout, the, was it? You, you, you had, <laughs> if, you'd have, if you'd have beaten the Navy bloke, you would have fought David. And that... <laughs> In the refectory. There's a a new UFC signing called Paddy the Baddy Pimblet. He went to our school. Stephen Gerrard went to our school. John Welsh went to our school. David Nugent. It's a proper school then. A a sports college. So there was a lot of lads who were really, really good at football. Like our school was had a lot of academy players and stuff. And that was a very competitive side of the school. The rest of it, it was there was some absolute dickheads like there is in any normal publicly funded school. 
Um, but we, yeah, like I, I, I did all right at school, uh, exam-wise, until I got to A-level, and then I just started pissing about. It took me three years to do my A-levels. I sat back a year. Um, the competitiveness was like... What did you compete on of... at school? Mine was, oh, like someone, I didn't have the courage to try weed, so I was in the group of boys who hadn't tried weed. And yeah. that, that put me down a league. I we... No, girls did not want to get off with me. No girls. I left school without kissing a girl. Boom, down another league. Massive forearms, of course, through masturbating, but nothing <laughs> else. We, um, we, we were competitive within our own friendship groups. So whereas there was loads of lads doing weed over there and doing whatever else, drugs and whatever, we were just... Like, we all had, like, a... We were all in the same footy team. We were all playing five-a-side with each other. We were all drinking. Yeah, we were going out and trying to talk to girls from the school next door and whatever, but it was competitive. We weren't, like... Anyone doing anything different to you wasn't in your circle, so you weren't really competing with them. Do you know what I mean? It was a very compartmentalised school. It was, like, a series of cliques in the, in the in each like year that. group. A federated republic of testosterone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, Charlotte, what about you? Was there this stereotypical competition between the girls who's lost their virginity first? It's, in, in, all the films, in all the films we watch, that's what girls do, but is that what it's really like? It was actually, it was like, not a competition, but it would be like, there would be rumours around school who had had sex and who hadn't. And like, it wasn't like it was competition, but it was a very spoke about thing, especially when we're a lot younger. And then... Positive or negative? Sorry to interrupt, but is it was it positive? Would you want to... Because when you see groups of girls, it's like, there is a competition of sorts. Yeah, so it was like, oh my God, such and such has sex. And like, you know, you seen, you looked at that person and you thought, oh God, she's a woman. And like you still felt like a little girl, if not. But that's just all girls' school for you. It was really crazy. What year was this? Like year eight, year nine? Year eight, yeah. nine, yeah. It was exactly yeah. around that time. She's and a then, woman. And then year secondary eight. school started. <laughs> uh, no, but what, uh, but what else did you compete about? I mean, you know, there is this thing, this sort of sexist joke. Is there any truth in it? That some girls, particularly when they're younger, maybe even at school, will surround themselves with girls not as beautiful or not as attractive as them to try and amplify their hotness. No, you ugly, silly ugly fool. You can't just... I'm sorry, that's the thing, isn't it, Adam? You're like, oh, she's brought her ugly mate along. No, you can't pick and choose your friends. You Because they might not want to be friends with you. Your, fr- your friends are just people who en- end up liking you. You can't... They might be beautiful. They might be average. You just... You can't You, you can't pick that. Because they might not like you. So what else do girls compete on? We know what boys compete on. Physical prowess, weed smoking, sex... Then when they start lifting fucking dumbbells, body hair was a massive thing for boys. We should probably talk about that in a minute. But yeah, what about yeah. puberty then, Charlotte? Was there not who's had their period first? Who's got their body hair first? Is that a thing? Think is that a thing amongst girls? Is that a competition? Who wears a tampon? Yeah, because everyone was on pads for a while. It was like if you wore a tampon, you're again a woman. And did you have anyone in your school, Adam, like I did in mine, the Italian kid who, we're all 13, he's five foot ten, his bollocks are dangling down to the bench, there's hair all over him. I've got one chest pew. Why the chest first? That should come last, in my opinion. Nothing else. Acorn, walnut, I was fucked till I was about 15. <laughs> there was a couple of lads in our school who, like, in, like, year nine, could just grow a beard. Oh. And they were seen as, like, fantastic. You, you can grow that. They had a bit of respect. Do you know what I mean? But, like, the... Like, I had a horrible little unconnected rat moustache, like a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit on my cheeks here, and I, I would just constantly shave it because having really bad facial hair was uh, an object of ridicule in our school. If you had just the shittest little attempt at a moustache or a beard, 
people would be like, what the fuck are you doing with your face? You either needed to be completely clean shaven or be able to do this in year nine. Um, let's move on to rela- to relationships. Have you ever been in a relationship where you're competitive with your partner, Charlotte? I mean, you've <laughs> dated a few people who are in the similar job to you. And we know what men's pathetic little thimble egos are like. You're a very, very successful woman. Has it caused tension? Like horrendous. All of us and Jordy Shaw literally like had some element of competition when we were younger because we all wanted to do really well. But like my ex-partners have had, if I've got with them and they've been like in this stupid reality TV bullshit, like they have literally been so, what do you call the word? Competitive, probably. Competitive. Insecure. Insecure, insecure because they're trying to compete with you insecure so to the point where like it caused arguments like i remember one ex i will not i will not say any names but when just before i got the charlotte show we filmed a pilot with mtv and he physically turned around and said to me i will not be involved in that show unless it has my name in the title as well and i was like right. but it's not your show like that's unfair. And he was like, well, I'm not being involved. And then he was so twisted. And so anyways, that one ended. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so really bad. Really, really, really bad. It's, it's tough for a woman to be successful because men, and we, we can't just blame men. It's how, it's how little boys are raised. You know, it's, 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 we're not intrinsically bad creatures. We are raised idiotically by our dads and society to be sort of macho and competitive. It must be really hard to be you because you... I'm assuming you coin it quite well. So even if you try to so next time, I'm just going to date a, a, a lad that runs a media business or something, someone at the public eye, but he's still after a while going to see your pay slip and it's going to be an issue, right? Well, it's been really good actually over um, like Corona times and in the lockdowns because I just had no work at all. <laughs> the dicks come flooding in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's hundreds of men waiting for Charlotte to be skint out there and then they're going to be sliding right into those no, DMs. My boyfriend's a videographer and he actually makes good money. So the whole of lockdown, he was... I was in a position where he was like always saying, "Do you need like to send you any money?" Like you, like cause I was like struggling. I was actually struggling. And, and how did that feel? Did that feel in some sort of toxic, fucked up way? Like you were a pro- like, oh, this is what a woman should feel like. Or were you like, I hate this. I want to be back on top. I want to be the main. Oh no, Honestly. I didn't ever feel like I hated it. I felt nice that I was in a that I was in a position where someone else could help me out, and then it felt even nicer thinking, well, when I'm back in my normal position where I'm working again. I'm going to be able to treat him like he's treated me because I'm I'm a big believer on everything should be equal. Like mm-hmm. everything should be equal in a relationship. Agreed. That's that's why Charlotte's so into pegging. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> you know you know the rules equality. I'll turn around. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Adam, so come on. This is going to take massive amounts of honesty. Now, I've never done it, so I, I can give it the big in here. It's not, I've never stopped who I've dated. I've just always happened to have been the breadwinner in my relationship so far. Not on purpose. It's how the dice have rolled. So I don't know what it physically feels like. I have been in a relationship with a performer um, comedian uh, before, but we did quite different things and she was new and I wasn't. So would it be an issue for you dating a very, very successful woman who does the same as you? And is earning at least double as you, or would you go? Oh, I don't feel anything. I, I I love that. No, I wouldn't mind it as long as she shared me clips to her Instagram story. <laughs> <laughs> like, give me a leg up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I I I wouldn't uh, be bothered about that at all. Like, it has, it has happened sort to you? of, huh? Has it ever happened to you? Have you been with someone no, who's so the main breadwinner? I've 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 never dated another another comic or anything like that, and I've always so. Uh, not intentionally, but every girl I've been with has sort of had a, a, a menial job, a job that she doesn't really care about, like not a career. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so my ex-girlfriend just didn't like work at all. She was like, I just hate the fact we have to work for someone. Like at one point she worked at Go Ape and she was like, I'm working at Go Ape for £8 an hour, which means that the guy who owns the company must be making... £16 an hour off my labour or he wouldn't employ me. And it annoys me that he's making just as much as me from my work. You know, he dated a Marxist. <laughs> essentially, yeah. And then the, me, me, me girlfriend now who's, you know, she's amazing. She's just like, she's got a degree, she's been travelling, but she just doesn't really know what she wants to do. But I, it, it's quite weird. I'm from a sort of a proper working class and probably below that background, a benefits background as a, as a child a lot of the time. Um, my dad was in and out of work and my mum was disabled. So, like, we we had fuck all. And it sort of made me, although I do, you know, I make a good living now from comedy and podcasting and stuff. Like, I don't care about money. And I know that I'm in a privileged position to be able to say that because I've been in positions where, like, at one point we didn't have the internet on in the house. And to apply for a gig, I had to go and stand outside the Ladbrokes and borrow their internet to send an email. Like... Like, literally fuck all at one point. But, like, I don't care about, ha- like, if my if my girlfriend one month has struggled or hasn't had as many shifts and I've got to pay all the rent and all the bills, if I've got it, I don't care. I just don't care. But what's going wrong with men where you're an absolute, like, you're a minority? Not many men would say that. You, you're probably in, like, the five, bottom 5 or 10%. Most men, if they're being honest, and I, like I say, I've not been in the position, so I would assume I'm just a fragile ego bellend like the rest of them. But they would struggle. They think they want it. Oh, that'd be nice to be true. Yeah, I like it. If the wife, wife bought me a Maldives holiday, bring it on. But after two years, five years, 10 years, that little male ego starts to get eroded away. It becomes an issue. What? What's wrong with guys where they go wrong with that? Charlotte, I'll give you the first bite of that. What do you think's going on with men where the majority of men can't handle that? Is it something fucked in society? Is it something in testosterone? Is are we are we doomed to be like that no matter what we do? Do you not just think it's like a 
it's all it's not like a control but and it's it's slightly control and slightly power kind of thing like you feel like you've lost power and, and you are the inferior one of the couple and you know a man always wants to feel like a man i don't know you're probably right it's just the way they've been brought up for so long it's a combination of that and societal evolution i think you know you go back to sort of when we were cavemen men were physically the stronger sex so they had to go out and do everything and that that does stay in your dna it is still there that i provide for my partner and obviously there's exceptions to every rule every Mm. generalization has got you know it's exceptions but i think it's it's drilled into you that men are, are the ones who provide from an evolutionary point of view from when you're in the smallest of schools like from reception year one upwards that they're drilled into you and that stays in your head and i think you have to sort of you have to be very free thinking to be able to when when you get taught something from an early age like that you have to be a free thinker and be able be able to critically think for yourself to be able to dismiss that in your head i think i you know that is a skill that i've got is to be able to go no that doesn't make sense to me even though i was taught it and i just don't i just don't care like if someone's I, I don't know why. I I know why, but I don't understand why people would be like, oh, I can't have my girlfriend there more than me. That's just not right. Mm. I just feel like, I don't care what she earns, I don't care what I earn. Let's just both make sure we're buying whatever we want to buy. We are we are virtually out of time. I just want to ask you both this now because we're we're in we're all in relationships here. What sort of things do apart from the the obvious one with income and everything? What other things do partners compete over? Do you ever find yourself trying to be the most interesting one on the dinner out? You know when you like get a new couple that you're going to be besties with. Oh, let's go out for dinner with them. Do you find do you ever if your fellas on fire, Charlotte, sort of thing? Actually, I'm the interesting one. Come on, pipe down. Or what do you compete over with your fella? Is it do you play games at home? Do you compete for surprises? Are you trying to be more romantic than the other one? What type of things are the competition flashpoints with videographer Hottie? He's too he's too laid back to ever be in any kind of competition, so he just lets me win at everything. Like <laughs> in, in, even when we're out talking and stuff, like I talk for him. So like, oh Liam, like, how are you doing? well he did this, he did that, he did it. So like, there's just never been that point with Liam. He's so laid back, and I think that's why it works. But normally with every other ex, it's definitely when you're at a dinner party, who is the loudest, or oh, shut the fuck up, or a massive argument. Mm. <laughs> and what about a competitive effect affection? You know, like where you get one couple where she. she she's hanging off him or he's hanging off her. He's showing how loving you are. You need to show me that back. And you sort of get into this sort of toxic, you're not showing me enough affection competition. That is exactly what I was like with me ex. Like he didn't <laughs> show no affection. I hated going out with other couples because I would watch them and be like, what? why am I even in a relationship? You don't even touch us. So like it would literally get into the argument state with other couples, but not with Liam, no. Adam? I've had to add that conversation very recently. So my, my girlfriend feels the need to be funny, especially around comics. So I've taken it to gigs and her way of being funny is to be mean about me. Oh my God. Do you know what I mean? She's just, she'll just roast me in front of me friends because yeah, she's like, I do that they're all Lindsay. comedians, I should try and be funny. I, I've done that to Lindsay and sometimes it misfires, doesn't it? It hurts a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really <laughs> does. Sometimes everyone's looking at her like, that was harsh. He's, don't say have that. You ever, have um, you ever had to, pardon the pun, have a word afterwards with her? And just say, look, I know you're messing around. I, in fact, I, I got a correction last night from Lindsay. She's like, I know you're only joking, and I know you said X to X, but you know what? Actually, that was a bit out of order. You know, that stung a bit, and I get and I get a little bedtime correction sometimes. <laughs> I, 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 I've 
I had to do it once last week. So my dad's got a chow chow dog. I love them. He's just this lazy. He's he's amazing. But we're sat around me, my girlfriend, and her mum and dad. And I went, Simba's just a fat, lazy lump. And she went, like you. <laughs> and her parents both looked at her like, you can't say that. That was, was, a, really like, good, that was a really good one. You can't one. call me a fat, lazy lump in front of your parents. You're, just, <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. And she went, this was her defense. She went, I didn't call you a fat, lazy lump. You used those words. I just attributed them to you. I was like, oh no, that's God. the same thing. That's the same, <laughs> same thing. She the exact sim- same I thing. I did a simile. Uh, so, I mean, just the last one. Have you ever found yourself in that situation that Charlotte described? I have. I Me and Lindsay got a great relationship. I mean, I'm, you know, I can't get my hands off her, but I've, felt, I've definitely been sat opposite another couple that are being more affectionate and thought, right, I need to ramp this up. The competition is on. You know, there's a couple that have been married five years and they're getting off with each other on the dance floor. Who does that after five years of marriage? I'm like, right, we're going to go and snog next to them. Yeah, yeah, two can play that game. <laughs> have you never been in an arms race of affection with another couple? I... I, I don't feel a need to compete with other couples, but my girlfriend seems to be in a competition with me to see who can be the most affectionate with each other. Interesting. So, like, the other day she was like, you, you don't touch me enough when we're out. And I was like, I do. I've always got hold of your hand or me hand on your ass or around your hip, wherever you, like, wherever's feasible. I've I'm always got hold of you. She was like, well, last week at the comedy club, you were waiting to go on and you, you, you were just stood on your own. And I was like, I can't be, like, <laughs> hug fucking me girlfriend in the corner <laughs> with the whole audience looking at me just before I go on stage. You fucking psychopath. Like, I'm at work. <laughs> I can't be, like, walking down the street, yeah. I can't walk just before I get to the stage and then put you on a seat and get... I don't want... It's different at work, isn't it? Yeah, like, I'm absolutely. happy to be all over here, but there's a public perception, especially when you're a performer. You just can't do that before you go on. She was absolutely. like, well, I think it's the same. I was like, it isn't. Objectively, it isn't. So just on that one, Charlotte. Last last word to you. We know we know that um, yeah, Liam is, is Liam, isn't it? We know he's very he's very laid back. But do would you feel prompted to be more affectionate towards your boyfriend if you saw another couple really laying it on thick at the same party you're at, and like she's got her arm around him, and you thought I haven't been doing that? Would you think, well, who gives a shit, or would you be like, no, fuck, I'm going to chuck an extra arm hold here because that bitch is doing it with her man? I just start chucking him. <laughs> I just start. I just give him a blowjob right there and then. <laughs> <laughs> That is my favourite form of affection, Crosby, as as, as Lindsay well knows. <laughs> that, that, do you know you what? I'll concede from the start of the episode. <laughs> I'll concede from the start of the episode now. Charlotte is more competitive than me. She is. <laughs> I, I, yes! I, I'll, I'll say she's won. And on I'll that, say someone having a hug and go, I'm going to suck his fucking dick. <laughs> I can't, I, yeah. And on that bombshell, we say goodbye to Charlotte Crosby and Adam Rowe. Thank you very much for joining me on Man Baggage. We fully... Quite literally emptied the man baggage at the end there. Thanks to Charlotte's final image. And uh, thanks for joining us. I've been Russell Kane. Make sure if you've arrived here because you're fans of our two guests, highly likely, do hit subscribe. Go back through the previous episodes. Some episodes are really heavy, if that's what you're into. Some are light and silly, but all of them are around men's brains, how they work and how they work in contrast to women's brains. So leave a nice review. Five star. I want to beat all the other shit men's mental health podcasts, which I'm definitely fucking better at pretenders, fucking losers. Hit subscribe. I want to be number one. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 